access it. <laughs> um, what are you drinking this evening? Anything? Uh, actually, you know, I uh, have not had a drink in about a week. I went to Florida, so I had too much trouble nights, so then I took yeah. it easy since then. But I figured, you know, to kick this off. Oh, I went and wished. Are we casting right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're live. We're, okay, well, we're, we can talk about our lives. So you just cut everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I went yeah. to wish. I went to wish Josh Conley farewell as he's going to Dallas. Oh, really? Um, yes, he's working for Anthony Lucatortos, two company, new company for uh, about fifty k more than I could pay him when we get our. His what company? Anthony Lucatortos started a uh, like an ISO, but like a big, well-funded one. Okay. Uh, and Josh just got too much to refuse, so he and his young lady are moving to Dallas, Texas. That's exciting. I got to reach out to the man. Um, yes. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, so I had a couple um, Guinnesses with oh, him. Tonight? Just now? Yes, yeah, so which Guinness is a light beer, so I was capable of driving home without sure. without uh, interference of, of law. Right, right. Officers. And now I'm having a little uh, little vodka and uh, diet cranberry juice. Oh, that's that sounds what delicious. Is, what is what is Mr. Hardock? Enjoying uh, this fine evening? I've got something local. It's some sort of local ale. Yimling. Sly Fox. Sly Fox SRT Ale. Nice. Giving it a try. Not bad. Well, that's that's excellent. I, I'm in pretty good shape, but I'm having things of getting old. So, like, now if I have four beers or more, I'll just be, like, burpy and hating life. So I've had to... <laughs> I've had to switch to cocktails on an evening where I want to enjoy more than a couple of few drinks in my, my older years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, cool. So um, we're not going to kick this off just yet, but um, I wanted to – I know I messaged you earlier about our rundown that we kind of built last time we were here and how I – I don't know what the hell I did with it, frankly. If I like took it – I must have written it down like analog style because I like cannot find it anywhere. Well, the cool thing about me is that I work on paper. I'm old school, and I can't find that piece of paper. So if I were a normal person, I'd, I'd put it in, like, a CRM and like, or in, like, an email that's organized. But I remembered ballers and bitches. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we didn't start with that. And, and I think, you know, we'll just start off. We'll talk about where we think the league's going to go. We'll pick a top four. Well, it was like, yeah. I mean, so I think that if, if the two things I remember, I definitely remember, yeah, ballers um, and bitches, as, as you rightly called it. Um, and I claim West Ham for, for bitch. Right, right. I have uh, I have my 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 resident bitch in mind. Um, let's see. Well, and that'll be later. So I don't think we start with that. So let's. Just, no, agreed. I think that we just start with like the the you know the key takeaways, or we we should pull up the results and and go like up through the you know the top six. Um, and then like intro yourself. So talk about like what you think about City. Um, you know, I'll say what I think about Spurs. Then we'll kind of review the top six what we think they're going to do. So we'll talk about. All right. So what team. was, uh, so obviously like I think going into the weekend for me, you know, certainly the most anticipated game was city arsenal. Uh, certainly the high, highest profile match. Right. Um, yeah. and I think, you know, it was, it was an interesting game because for me at least, because, you know, when I watched it, I kind of saw, you know, a city that, certainly was playing without, you know, their best player in De Bruyne um, and looked like they weren't necessarily having to like, you know, as a lot of people have said, like go into, you know, third gear or whatever. Um, yeah. They, 
did look vulnerable in my mind. Uh, you know, on the break, you know, if Arsenal was a little bit more clinical, I think that, you know, they, they, they could have caused them some problems, but at the end of the day, Arsenal's midfield is, is pretty much just not, I mean, they're just not good enough. And so it was, I think kind of the same story, but from an offensive perspective, you know, I, I think, you know, Arsenal's still going to, you know, score a lot of goals, um, but their, you know, their new defender soccer assist didn't impress me. Um, they, you know, they're still starting like Shaka, who's just, I mean, he's just not good enough. Um, and so, you know, a team as deep, uh, and as fit as Man City's already looking, I mean, it just, you know, the result was totally fair. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, all in all, you know, pretty uneventful game. That, that was my major reaction from that. Well, you know, as a Spurs fan, um, it's always to, happy to see Arsenal lose. Um, I didn't think they stood a chance going into it. Emery should have just put Tinman in the back like uh, USA does whenever we play, you know, Germany or, or a good team and just hope that somebody kicks a long ball. To, uh, to the one striker. You well, that, yeah, you're right. I mean, they, but that was part of it too. It's like the way that they set themselves up. It was like, we're going to try to play ourselves out of the back with like Peter check, who was just a disaster for, in that regard. Um, when, you know, a lot of the times over the last, like, let's say three or four years when Arsenal has gotten a result, you know, against like a city or a Chelsea or United or what have you, like, it's because they weren't naive. They were pragmatic. They, you know, kept possession when they had it well. Um, they countered well, and they were defensively solid. And it was like they could never sustain that. And this game, they never even tried to, you know, be like a pragmatic team about it. And, like, to your point, for a, a brand-new coach just to be like, no, Peter Cech is like the new, like, Edersons or, you know, Ter Stegen like it's just absurd. The guy's like in his mid thirties. He's not just all of a sudden going to be like a guy who can just like ping it around the back, like Barcelona style. Yeah. And, uh, Ozil looked horrible. I hope he doesn't accuse Arsenal of being racist and try to quit because he was just garbage <laughs> in that game. Uh, you know, and city, they, they scare me because in a way, I mean, Pep has him playing like a Barcelona. It was just like a, Barcelona via Real or Barcelona just kind of coast or for anyone that watches the NBA like the Lakers in the early 2000s you just get so good if you coast through a game well I think you know, that it, I saw that 60%. a little bit right like they yeah. they you know looked like if if and I mean I even saw this a little bit last year with them like if you punch them in the mouth I think there's like a little bit of that bully syndrome with them because they don't have you know, a lot of guys, you know, they don't have like those big personalities without company in my mind in the team. And I don't think company is particularly strong enough anymore to start regularly. Um, and, and I kind of see that, you know, same thing now, but it's, they're, they're technically so sound. It's, there's only going to be a few teams that have a chance of, you know, getting off, you know, that punch, if you will. Yeah. Well, they are, uh, they're going to be dumb. I'm trying to think, you know, I'm thinking out loud, like, do they, do they have that that leader of, of sorts? I mean, I'm trying um, to think who their I mean, their captain right now is like Fernandinho, um, and you know and he's they, a fine player, but it, I just I just don't really see it. You know, if he goes I, down, yeah, injured, yeah, 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 Torre could have been, but you know, I guess he was he wasn't good enough to to make the team. Well, yeah, no, Pep and him, uh, that was never going to work. Um, 
so yeah, I think you know. Do you still see City as as the clear favorites? Um, you know, in the title race. Not clear favorites. It okay. pains me to say it, but I think Liverpool is going to give them a run. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get to Liverpool then. So I think you know Liverpool was. Um, I would argue the sexiest, the most impressive, right result of the weekend, right? Oh yeah, well, especially after you know West Ham was talking talking smack that they're going to be so good because they spent a little money. You know, everyone knows Spurs run London, London's Lily White. So, what were your uh, what, what were your you know aside from uh, you know West Ham's inability to back their uh, their swaggerific you know off season? Uh, what were your takeaways? Uh, well, you know, Mo got a goal. I was thinking he was going to come out slumping, you know, after you know mm-hmm. being injured and not having the best World Cup. But you know, Harry doesn't score him in, in August, so right. once again, he's, he's jumping out of my boy. <laughs> so that looked good, and uh, I mean, they just looked fluent and attacking and smooth. You know, the the improvements that they uh, that they made. In, in the off season, I mean, they're spending money like like a Manchester club mm-hmm. right now. Uh, yeah, I just I, I think that <laughs> that they're they're going to be great. I mean, Sadio Mane, look, I hope I pronounced his name correctly. Yeah, 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 Mane, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he looked outstanding. I think he's only going to get better. And uh, and plop. Yeah, Coach, he took Dortmund to the Champions League final. Right, so no, that's, and that was not an easy task. That was, and, the, he took, and he took Liverpool to the Champions League final. Right, it's not an easy task. I mean, we beat them twice last year in the regular season, and he's only making them better and better. So that's a fun little carousel that, like, you know, obviously City's Achilles heel was Liverpool, and then you know, if you guys took them down twice last season, you were kind of theirs. Um, I mean, in the Champions League, our Achilles heel was about a nine-minute period. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nine minutes between two games. Well, going back just for a second to the the point you made on Klopp, you know, getting um, you know Dortmund to the final, and then obviously Liverpool again. I mean, one of the things I heard um, said afterwards that I thought was really you know spot on was that you know that Dortmund team was a really good team. It, you know, it had Lewandowski, it had like Goetze in his prime, it had Marco Royce, it, it just had all sorts of good players and then solid role players that I think Klopp has shown he excels at getting the most out of. But after that final that they lost, you know, Lewandowski left, Goetze left, like there was just an exodus. And what we've seen at Liverpool this offseason is the, you know, complete opposite of that, where they've held on to all of their key players and then they've spent, to your point, as much as anyone. And I think, that you know the the consensus you know in my mind is that they've spent really quite well, um, and and they've brought in players that that fill important roles. Um, so you know, totally agree that they're dangerous. Um, I kind of am anticipating like a a pretty significant you know drop in goals for Salah, and that again I don't think that's like means he's going to have a bad year by any stretch. It's just I don't see it being like a forty plus goal season. I see it more as like mid twenties, um, maybe high twenties. And that's still like unbelievably good, but where are the, where are the rest of the goals going to come from was my big question. And what you saw is that, well, they're going to come from Sadio Mane. You're, they're going to, you know, you know, Nabi Keita, their new signing is, is chipping in and, and helping create new opportunities for, for, you know, their players. And so, um, I think, 
you know, they've got they've got the best. I think it's fair to say that Virgil Van Dyke for the last like nine months is the best center back in the Premier League. I'm trying to like think who. Well, wait, wait, wait until wait until uh, we're not beefing with with Alderweireld anymore. Well, and, you know, I'm such a homer. David Sanchez looked amazing in our week one game. I, I guess, like, I, I mean, I, I just in terms of like established Premier League player, I mean, Alderweireld, I definitely agree is like you know, a, a, a really like, yeah, he's, he would he be up there, but like he didn't he play, he hasn't played in he hasn't played in forever, so I just can't include him in the conversation. Well, stop, stop asking for the appropriate compensation. This <laughs> is Spurs. We're not freaking Manchester. Uh, <laughs> we'll give you 100k a week and you'll so like it. So fair. I mean, yeah. if you want to ride for your guys, I respect that. But I think you'll agree that, like, you know, he's certainly amongst the best center backs in the Premier League. So you got that. They've got, uh, you know, they've got the goalkeeper position seemingly, um, you know, pretty well solved. No, I mean, they, they shored up their defense last and year. I mean, I remember early. They've the got year, a couple new midfielders. So. Yeah, that was their Achilles heel. And now their defense is, you know, top, top five. Oh, the one thing. Something. You know, and the one thing that, you know, I think, you know, is always a bit under uh, under the radar is, like, is sort of the injury. And I know um, De Bruyne was actually – there was something going around yesterday about De Bruyne's knee injury. Um, and then he yeah. might be out uh, two he months. He could be out for a long time. Yeah, two months. And that would be – I think that would be a really big loss, um, obviously. Uh, and I think that's the thing with, like, you know, a lot of these teams. It's, you know – there's not a ton of depth at some of these attacking positions and there's a significant, significant drop off. Um, you know, if, if you're, if, if you're, the, Liverpool like if you're especially. Liverpool, yeah. And I guess you said, do you want that or do you want to beat the best? Me, there's a weird thing inside of me that I'm so competitive. I don't feel good if I win an award, but the person that can beat me is. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's like the first, I think, you know, Golden State Warriors title, right? It was like everyone they played had, like, a significant injury for that first yeah. title win. And, like, yeah, I think it was a little bit, you know, tainted. Like the, it maybe the, it's the too Rockets strong. Title. But... It's like, congrats, you went back-to-back. Jordan's playing baseball. <laughs> right. Good job, bro. Right, right. Um, but, but I also think that, like, every team is going to have a key player go down for some portion of the year. I mean, and or even not go down, but in, like, your guys' case, like, you know, Son is just going to go to the Asian Cup for whatever, like, a month and a half. So, you know, it, it, every team well, kind of deals with it, you know, to some degree. Well, well, every team deals with Kim Jong-un, and then you have to have your one of your best players go win a stupid Asian Cup trophy so they don't have to go to the military for two years. Well, like I mean... That's just craziness. It's certainly... I'm not saying no, it's not an ACL injury. It's not their best... One of their best players, not our best player. Like, your fourth best player sure. having to be drawn into the military because they live next to crazy people. But, like, you know, there's always, like, those the African players that'll go to the African Cup of Nations, like, in January and February. Like, Yaya Torre had to do that. Um, I remember a number of seasons. And um, Drogba, you know, back in the Chelsea days. So, I mean, it's not unprecedented. Obviously, the military aspect is a little, you know, uh, uh, added pressure uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, I, I think that without that injury, still, you know, Liverpool has a... 35% chance. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's a pretty reasonable 35%. Uh, 
Um, so then let's go to let's go to your guys. I think you know both um, both our teams you know got a two one two one wins, um, which is great you know all told, uh, but uh, not I, I, in either case not I think entirely convincing. 2-1 wins. So why don't you go first with uh, your lot uh, against Newcastle? Oh, yeah, it was uh, against Newcastle on the road. Mm-hmm. We won 2-1. I'll take it. We typically start slow anyways. I mean, mm-hmm. we would have an EPL title in the last three years if we weren't so dreadful. I mean, Harry Kane's never scored a goal in August. Right. So. It's a pretty incredible... Uh, like almost like funny just because it's like absurd. It, it's not like I'm not, no, there's no, no like malice in like, it's just absurd <laughs> that he has yeah. somehow not scored in August, <laughs> even though I mean, it's like, only a couple like, of games. Barry Bonds yeah. never hit a home run the first month of the baseball season. Right, right, right. Like Babe Ruth, because it's, it's, uh, it, it's absurd. I was... I was pleased with the win. Um, I love that, like, your comp for Harry Kane is Babe Ruth. It's just, like, so absurd and awesome, and I love your homers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It'd be like if, like, what, what, what if Jesus didn't do a miracle yeah, exactly, in the first exactly. quarter of the New Testament? It's like, still Jesus, bro. Come on. Like, it's, it's good. We, we got this. Um, yeah, but I, I feel great. About us, I and mean, since it's my team, I'm going to talk about them in, in all of their glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone needs to chill out that we didn't sign anyone. We had the most players in the semifinal of the World Cup, nine players playing the last four. We scored the most goals in the World Cup. Our players retired. We kept everyone, and Outer Wales ready to honor his contract and and play. I mean, I, I just think people are spoiled. Almost, you just got to realize like the financial situation of your. Your, people, your, or you mean people like Spurs fans, or just yeah. like Premier League fans in Spurs. general? Or I oh, got it. You're well, call, supporters, you're putting, you're putting Premier your, League fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like our, we kept our whole team, and they're they're so valuable. You know, the, the roster as a whole. And what could we afford? Who could take any spot on our current roster that we could get for less than forty, fifty? Us? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's just I agree. It, it's, Ridiculous. Trippier looked like the best right back in the world at the World Cup. Phenomenal. Phenomenal yeah, right back. If, if he were on the market, someone would have probably given 60 for him. Uh, well, like, you know, it was like the greatest joke, remember, like, what was it, a year or so ago when Kyle Walker went from uh, from you all to City was like, you know, what was he? He was like a 50, 60 million pound player. And it was like someone had the great line. It's like, imagine what it would be if he could actually cross the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's Kieran Trippier right now. It's like he's... But, but speaking of... <laughs> I want him taking our... our uh... Our free kicks now. Like I love Erickson, but it's like I just saw that one coming. That's tough. I don't know. I might stick with. I, I think Erickson is is pretty nasty. Yeah, he could be. On, he, he is. It's good. It's a, yeah, it's a good problem a, to have. A, a club of our financial status. It's an embarrassment of riches. Um, I mean, I just felt okay about the team, but it's it's early season, so we're gonna play mediocre through August. We're not gonna have our stadium until January now, so that's that's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Can, so when what's the what's the one, what's the plan now for the home games until then? Wembley again, except for Man City because the NFL's playing mm. that weekend. So we got to find a stadium for that. So that's brutal. Yeah. You know, uh, but I guess it'll be like a neutral site game. You know? hmm. but, yeah. Still, like to your point, I mean, it's like it's just another disturbance that you know 
it's just you know it's not like it's going to make or break, but it it is it doesn't make things easy. That's for sure. But you know, it's, I think you know it was good that I think Deli Ali getting off off the mark was a great sign for you guys. Well, that um, was going to be a prediction for me. I think you know, predicting for us, this is the year that Deli Ali is going to go from star to superstar. So that's. Well, I, I mean, think. you've been on the deli, obviously, bandwagon for years now. I own DontSellDeli.com <laughs> exactly. Exactly. and the Facebook. <laughs> and keep I, in mind, now, I, and I, I, I was hoping it would be Dell many years ago when uh-huh. it was the but it, uh-huh. it still works. It still rolls off the tongue. Uh, so if anyone wants to buy that, if there are any listeners on our podcast, right, I'll, right. I'll, I'll sell that. DontSellDeli.com. So, <laughs> Sold Delhi, yeah. I mean, but I think we you can we can both agree he didn't have, you know, when you when you got that all set up, that was coming off of his, I would argue, like his breakthrough season two years ago, and last yeah. year he didn't carry on, you know, and that that happens all the time, I think, with players, but like he didn't carry on in the way that maybe we thought he would, and he was still like one of the best players in the league, I think, in fairness to him. Oh yeah, he's so young. Imagine that you go from playing MK Dons and nobody mm-hmm. knows who you are to the biggest and greatest club in London, and you're dating supermodels and you're on 100k a week. And you know, he, he just had to grow it out for you. And he was still one of the top midfielders in the league. But now I think he's going to get serious about his game. And uh, you know, I see you know 2010 calling it first. Well, first, first podcast, 2010. 20 goals, 10 assists? 10 assists. All right. Yes. Yeah. I think that if he can get to 20 goals, I would be astounded, frankly. In the EPL. But I think it's a great... A, in the EPL, in the 38 games. It's absurd, but I, I mean, I love your optimism. It's not optimism. It's greatness. <laughs> it's I'm called clairvoyance, Harlock. It's called clairvoyance. Yes. Look, I'm, I'm very pragmatic in these decisions. First of all, you should, you should know that. I do. And all science. He already made the greatest celebration in the league. I've been trying to do it for two days now, and, and I can't. What, a little uh, circle thing? A little circle thing over your eye? Oh, I'll have to look it up. I don't remember. Oh, my God. Where have you been? Have you lived under a rock <laughs> this week? Everyone's doing it. So, um, look that up. We're, if you don't, if you don't send me a selfie of you doing that, oh yeah, by yeah, next yeah, week, yeah, yeah, there is no week two podcast. Okay, so. no, I see it, I see it. Um, yeah, you got to look it up. It's the greatest. It's, it's actually surprisingly hard to do. Yeah, it looks yeah, like the dudes like double jointed and shit. Okay, well, is, is do you want man. the do you want the Deli Ali circle celebration to be your your last word on on uh, match day one for Spurs, or do you have one more for me before I move to United's? <laughs> performance well, don't you know hold me up to him doing 2010 if that's my last word because you know I, I might look like an idiot <laughs> so uh, let's let's move on to uh, let's move on to Josie's boys okay yeah so I think you know um a quick anecdote so I actually um went and and watched this game uh up in New York uh with my brother at this like all united bar and I've never I haven't done anything like that in a really long time and it was like fucking electric atmosphere, frankly. Like there was, uh, it, it totally lived up to the billing and standing room only, everyone in their jerseys. And then they. What city was that in? Huh? 
Oh, is that they were at home? Where, you're, yeah, United was at home. Uh, no, like, where, where was the bar? Uh, where it was like near uh, near Penn Penn Station. Nice. Relatively, just downtown. Um, it was called like Stetson's, I think, or something. Or, oh, I thought it would have been called Rich Wankers. Oh my, the, the vitriol. Um, yeah. But uh, but you know, it, I think that like the omens were good. Just off of Jose wearing a suit, for God's sakes, like the guy just needs to stick with a suit. Is is the general consensus because he looks like a hobo and like so disheveled when he's like in his tracksuit, Jose look. Um, they score. Oh, no. They're Belichick fat. can do it. Uh, yeah, but he <laughs> Belichick can do it. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not Belichick. Um, but. You know, to score their fastest ever. I mean, this this was surprising to me that I when I read that that was their fastest ever Premier League goal. Uh, you know, three minutes in or whatever. That, that was kind of surprising. I know for a fact we've conceded faster goals like to City and Chelsea in the last like three years. So to consider that it's been like twenty years and we haven't scored anything that fast was interesting to me. Um, you know. Uh, so then, you know, of the one of those. Uh, so fine penalty. Uh, Pogba captaining, all positives. Uh, and then I think it was kind of just a, I think an un, uninspired end of the first half after they took the lead, kind of a classic Jose reaction to going a goal up. Uh, they get into halftime, looked like they kind of reset, and they, I, I, they were fairly dominant in the second half, created a number of chances. Luke Shaw got the second to kind of take the wind out of the game and, you know, uh, and and uh, Lester scored a kind of a, a in my mind fortuitous goal. You know, really late and and put a little pressure on after that. But uh, I think in other words, is fortuitous like fluky for us dumb people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fluky. Um, well, you know, kind of. Lester City has never done anything fluky before. So I don't right, right. Uh, but uh, but all in all, I mean, I think I think it was a, a, a perfectly solid performance. You'd expect to win at home. You kind of have to win that game at home. I think that was the kind of underrated thing is with all the swirl around Pogba, you know, and we can get to after the game swirl, but, you know, all the, you know, criticism and the, I think just frankly, just train wreck of a preseason that United had with Jose kind of losing his, you know, going up the rocker, I think in a lot of regards, um, there was a ton of pressure on that team to go out and, and at least get the three points. And, uh, you know, I'll be curious, um, you know, how they, how they continue on. Um, I'll tell you how you'll, you'll finish between third and fifth, and then Zidane will be your coach next year. So, all right. Well, spoilers, happen. spoilers, people. Sorry, sorry for those of you got from the future. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> all right. So I think that that takes us through the the key fixtures. Well, uh, let me ask you about about some of them also, like with with uh yeah yeah with po- I mean, how do you feel about Josie alienating these phenomenal players? I mean. Pogba Juventus, world beater, and he would be today. The crush, and he was great. He was great for you all. I mean, I think the guy is like kind of ruining Martial's career. But he should have been on that World Cup team, celebrating with his buddies. Like, and because I know like, he's won before, he's a winner. Like, mm-hmm. if if, uh, if Poach took another job, I wouldn't complain if, if he went to us. But. I mean, it's got to be weird seeing like your your manager kind of publicly beat down these guys that that are really good, and, and I think it makes people not perform. Like maybe that worked ten, fifteen years ago, but 
these like millennials, they got a little bit of ego. It's almost a little easier to stroke your ego instead yeah. of call them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will be the first to admit, I don't personally like Jose Mourinho. I, you know, he's a Chelsea guy for me. He'll always be a Chelsea guy for me. I don't like Chelsea guys. Like, I think that the way that he goes at players is, to your point, is not productive um, and doesn't get the best out of them at the end of the day. I don't agree with a lot of the way, time, ways he sets up the team. Um, but I also am pretty comfortable still supporting the team. And, uh, and you know, I think there are certainly things that he does well. Uh, I think there are certain players he actually can get more out of. Um, and this, you know, this is it for him. I mean, I think he's like one of the bookies' favorites to be the first one sacked. And um, I'd be very, 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 very surprised if he's one of the first ones sacked or if he's even sacked necessarily. But Where would he go? Does he get a big club? Like big, big club, you know, top six European. Well, I think that's like part of the reason I think it's a little unreasonable that he is given the boot because, you know, I'm a firm believer you don't sack the guy until you have a better replacement. And I look at the landscape, and I just don't see it. I mean, the only guy – there's just no one available in my mind that I would want that's going to leave a a job mid-season. It's just just not – I just don't see it. So it would have to be at the end of the year if they want – uh, want to go in a different direction in my mind. Well, what's, and, you know, and I, I'm going to sound like an ignorant guy here for being on an EPL podcast. Was it Burnley that made Europe last year? What was the yeah, yeah, yeah. Burnley's in Europe. Burnley's in Europe, yeah. Do, do do people take shots on managers like that? I mean, that just... I think that they don't... That's like the, you know, that's the, the leap to um, you know, an Everton, a West Ham... You kind of, you know, you, you take a leap from from a Burnley to one of those sort of like consistent mid-table clubs, which are obviously, they're, frankly, as I look at the table now, are getting rarer and rarer and less and less predictable, um, you know, because that's kind of it. It's like I look at the, the teams and it's like, would I put maybe Leicester, I guess you could put in that camp? Um but Newcastle, no. Huddersfield, no. Burnmouth, no. Watford, no. Brighton, no. Fulham, no. Crystal Palace, no. Southampton, no. Wolves, no. Like, I well, just... Fulham spent like 100 million pounds. So yeah, but you wouldn't, argue, you, you wouldn't argue that a team that just got promoted would be that step up from Burnley, who's just been in the... No, you know, no. Gotten to Europe. But, but then I guess what I'm asking, like, if he could get Burnley to Europe, I mean, there are certain... You know, sports like, like college football. Yeah, Bowling Green, eleven and one. Yeah, you can get a big job potentially, or like right away. But, uh, but well, can you did, can you get the Alabama job? Did, did, I mean, can you get the Alabama job if you do that? Can you get the Florida job? I mean, maybe. Well, it, Florida, we hired a sense of coach as an asshole, so yes, but we don't count. Okay. Um, but but you know what I mean? I mean, like, did, yeah. didn't Sir Alex come from like Aberdeen? Uh, yeah, Aberdeen. Yeah. But yeah, like, that worked out pretty well, right? Like oh, today, could an Aberdeen coach get Manu? Well, I mean, the thing that, I mean, Joe, uh, 
Sir Alex won the Scottish League with Aberdeen at a time when it was only Celtics and Rangers. That was the, those are the only teams that ever won. They're kind of the only teams that ever have won since. So I think it was the fact that he did something pretty remarkable like that, kind of breaking up the old firm, that allowed him the chance. But it was still a very, to your point, like kind of out there higher. Um, that, you know, I think what happens is, you know, you get these teams in positions where they're kind of down and they can, they feel like they can take a chance almost. Um, and that's what happened there, you know, to our great fortune. But I, I think you want to just take a guy that has a proven winning track record. It can be at a lower league. Um, and that can work. Okay. Yeah. I don't I just think, you have so much like money and, and resources that United should be, you know, on the level of the big Spanish club stuff every year. So, right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, just, I don't understand why Mourinho can't do more with, with the resources. I don't either. I mean, I look at their squad, and I think you know, to your point, it's like they kind of they should be right there. Um you know, on paper. So I, mean, I, I don't have that, a lot of sympathy. I think I could manage them and they'd make Europe like fourth. I'd be like, guys, just go play football and, you know, play some video games. <laughs> fun. You had to make a lounge room and be like, Pogba, you got the coolest hair. Spirit, like, spirit coolest. is just so high in the Jeff. You're, you're the locker coolest room. kid I know. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to win the league, but like, just the talents. Just, you know, play, play, you know, go play football. So, yeah. So right, I mean well, I think yeah it's a good question uh, you know we'll see so what do you what's what's next uh, let's let's pick Europe who, who do you think finishes top four in what order it's a good question um, I'm gonna say City Liverpool. United and Spurs. Nice. I am uh, somewhat similar to you, but I, I am going with Liverpool for the upset to win. Mm, I love it, but I don't love it. It's it's a lose lose for me at those top two positions. City, Spurs, mm-hmm. and United, but mm. I worry that Chelsea might be better. Take uh, that for it. But that, that is my four. You know, like, I'm, in, I'm somewhat surprised that we have the same four. I, I'm very impressed with your Liverpool pick. I think that's that could be exciting. If I didn't love the fact that they've never won a Premier League title, um, and, I, and that I hang on to that very closely and dearly, um, but I also love the idea that City has never won back to back, and I don't think you can really be considered a truly great side until you've won back to back. So, uh, well, it's just so hard to do. Yeah, also, it is. It's incredibly you're the hard best, to do. You're the most consistent, best league in the world, and you know you're playing the other 19 teams twice, and injuries, international tournaments happen for the top teams. I mean, Europe, other cups. You know, there you get the points where you're playing three games in ten days, and they all mean something. Well, and I think that what City haven't dealt well with. When they've been in that, you know, that uh, title defending season, is they haven't dealt with like the the target on their back particularly well. You know, they when you're the champion, you every team 
it's you know it's you're, the champions are in town. They're you know going to give you their best effort, and it's relentless in, in the Premier League. So, but that means something. You're talking about City in the past. So City in the past was just Arab oil money and good players. Uh, Pep, and it pains me to say that man, he's the best manager in the world until somebody until somebody takes the throne. I mean. You know, I... I guess I, maybe I'll just I'm gonna die on this hill and look really stupid, but like he has the most expensive squad probably ever assembled, and he always has by far the most dominant squad in the leagues he's ever managed. Uh, you know, in Germany particularly, and then obviously he had Lionel Messi and like Xavi and Iniesta all in their prime when he was the manager of Barcelona, and then he quit. Um, I just. You know, he's obviously he obviously knows what he's doing, but I will have to back down if if they repeat this year. That I, that's sort of where I stand. Yeah, I mean, he, this I, I guess what I'm saying is the best is that, and the, the best thing that I think has happened for the EPL, and even look how well England did in the World Cup. I think is these Spanish managers coming in. I mean, like Pat being a big one, but then you know, I I, I love Poach as well, but he. Even, yeah, they spent a lot of money, but he has an England team in that league just controlling possession, they have competence and, and pace, and they, and they look like a Spanish club. And much as kills me, oh, it's a one-team league. They, they win all the trophies. They win all the Champions Leagues, all the Europa Leagues. They win everything. So there's, mm-hmm. there's something happening there that doesn't happen in England. And... Yes, and he has all the money, but he has them playing like like a Spanish team. So he's clearly he knows something that a lot of other managers don't. You know, yeah, he has the most talent money when he goes to a place, but no, you, know, you yeah. still got to win. I mean, you, you can say you like, is Nick Saban not the best college football coach? Yes, the best players. Yeah, I don't think it's apples to apples, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean he has to recruit them. He can't buy them, so that's the, the difference. Yeah, man. Well, uh, awesome. So our last section yep. will be ballers and bitches. Yep. So this is where we talk about like who who balled out for the week, who we were impressed with, and who are you going to laugh at? Right. So in probably in two years, the fact that we even said ballers and bitches, the, the PC crowd will want to kill me. So feel, feel free to edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ballers and underperformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> white white flag waivers. <laughs> yeah, so who was your baller? Who was your bitch? Um, so let's. I think we go with our ballers first. We'll go back and forth there. Um, my baller is Mo Salah. Uh, yeah. I think that come off the season he had to come right out the blocks, lead his team with a goal, you know, with a great performance – uh, I mean, the dude is just straight on fire, and uh, I think you know there's just no other way to look at it. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's a force to be reckoned with. But uh, oh, speaking of that, who, who do you think gets more goals this year than Emmer King? Ah, uh, I like that question. Um, yeah, I would say. Jeez, I see it. I'm, I, this is such a hedge, but I see it being really tight. 
Um, I'll go with the uh, the guy who has shown more consistency over the last few years, so I'll go with Harry Kane. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, you know, my uh, my baller, and I, and I and I hate to say it, but I'm trying to be, you know, uh, unbiased. Is Chelsea, you know, way to bounce back after a disappointing season, you know, not making Europe, which is unacceptable for them. Yeah. And you're not to, not to Huddersfield Town is some behemoth. But like I told you, I, I think, you know, and I could be wrong, maybe Spurs don't make top five, but I, I think that that's your biggest threat for it. And yeah, yeah. They just, they came and they waxed Sutterfield like, on the road. Just yeah, looked, we, we looked didn't, like bosses. I'm glad you brought them up. I thought they, um, I thought they had, obviously, they had a great performance. Uh, I, I think it's absolutely hilarious that their coach choose, uh, choose, uh, unlit cigarettes on the sideline. Like, how can you not root for that? Yeah. Um, so I, that's a great, great call. Oh yeah. It reminds me of, uh, you know, LSU. And God, I'm drawing a blank. It's so late that uh, Les, Les Miles. Miles when he yeah, shoot, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, pick up grass from the field and shoot it. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Who's the bitch of the week? Uh, my, my bitch is is, uh, is sort of systemic of, of just something that really annoys me about City. Um, so my my bitch of the week is Mark Clattenburg, who is okay. the uh, who is the official. You know, the uh, for the the city. An Arsenal game, and what I've seen time and time again with City is they are the masters at strategically fouling teams when they've given away possessions. Uh, possession there would be a yellow card in any other circumstance except for the fact that they've had so much possession and so therefore can't foul that regularly. Yeah. But these are just the most cynical break up like these the one or you know there's only a handful of chances of counterattacking against City and they just they just are so blatantly cynical and the refs are so afraid of them to just issue the you know I think really important yellow cards uh, Martin Clattenburg is my bitch of the week. <laughs> well uh I love that you want that. I love that you want with a uh, with a <laughs> with a, with a ref. You know, I didn't even think of that when we talked about this segment. And uh, <laughs> so I, I get the uh, goal replay system one day. Okay, I call that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> my bits of the week, and this is also me being a Spurs fan because we all know London is Lily White, West Ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh my god, they they talk so much shit <laughs> signing all these players. Oh, wait, like there's supporters that I am a nerd that I read this, but I go to like the chat, not the chat room, but I go and like read all the you know, the the things that people say about sure, different sure, articles. Sure. And uh, they're oh my god, we're making Europe this year, this and that. I'm like no, you're not. You're still West Ham. Like you're not. You're not making. I want to make Europe. They're thinking champion. Like you're not making anything. Like you you spend some money. So. Good job, you know. Pellegrini uh, <laughs> is not gonna be in Europe, and neither are you. And all that smack you talk, you're in twentieth place after week one. So, Mazel Tov, It's a great, it's a great call. Yes. Well, this has been a great first podcast. So, uh, you know, hopefully, the zero to three people listening to it have, have enjoyed our are taking the EPL and uh, will hopefully join us next week. Yeah. Uh, for Jeff, for Graham, this is two Yanks, two words. We're gone. Two Yanks. <laughs> Deuces.